The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Twenty twenty three CFL winter meetings one on one with Ottawa Red Blacks general manager Sean Burke. There was a lot of talk during the season about Jeremiah Masoli and the shot that he took from Garrett Marino. But I think what a lot of people are curious about now is his health. How is Mr. Masoli doing? He's doing great. Um, he was up just before Christmas up in Ottawa, visiting the surgeons and our team doctor. Uh, got a, a clean bill of where he's supposed to be at. Uh, probably has about a month to six weeks left of some rehab just to get full strength around uh, the leg and everything, but the repair is great. Um, he can have most of the off season just to be a quarterback and work with receivers. And he's coming up to Ottawa as of this week for the entire off season. And we're just excited to see him get back on the field on the first day of training camp. So was that ahead of schedule or was that always the No, it, it was, the, he got a little behind the schedule uh, with some infection stuff he had during the year that we've talked about a bit. So. We thought originally that he might have had an outside chance of getting back for the end of the season, but with that uh, setback of the infection, it pushed him a bit back. And uh, you know now we're taking things at a bit of a different, more casual pace. Uh, but we do want him to have as much of the off season as possible. Like I said, to get beyond that rehab stage and get into just getting ready for the season wise. You've been adamant that Masoli is going to be your quarterback going into the 2023 season and. What would speak to that is the six-figure $100,000 bonus that he's going to collect on January 15th. Why are you so adamant about Masoli being able to lead this franchise to a great cup? Well, I think everyone saw what he what he's put on the field uh, when he's been on the field, and uh, he's led teams uh, uh, to, to great seasons. Obviously, I've been part of some of those teams. Uh, uh, secondly, just what he is to our organization in the short time that he was on the field, which was just training camp in the four weeks. I think if you talk to any player or staff member within our organization, uh, he he rose the boat for the team. And uh, that's what you want out of that position. A, a guy that leads a team, holds the team accountable, holds them to a standard. I think we went through... Uh, part of the season where we didn't have him in the room uh, when he wasn't able to be there and we missed that leadership and just a lot of confidence in him and that was reinforced by 
all the people that went through the interview process as the head coach, uh, I, I can't say one that was sitting there saying, I don't think I can win with Jeremiah Mazzoli. And most importantly, that's what Bob believed in. Bob got to see what I'm talking about firsthand through the year and who Jeremiah is. And until you work with someone, you hear things, but seeing it daily is different. And he's got the opportunity to see it daily. Obviously, I have close to a decade of, <laughs> of it daily. And just the progression of Jeremiah as a, a professional has just been outstanding through his career. And Jeremiah showed that right from the jump of the season that he quickly built a rapport with largely a new group of receivers. Yes, he knew Jalen Ackland and they had a great rapport, but you guys were right in those two games against the Winnipeg Blue Bombers who were the two-time defending Grey Cup champs. And of course the injury happens, but how excited are you to have him healthy also with the group that you were able to put in place last year in terms of remaking that roster? Yeah, really excited. You know, I think some of the biggest teaching points or getting used to each other's certain parts of the field uh, on the football field and to have that ability where Jalen's back under contract, Nate Bahar's re-signed, Justin Hardy's back, COC Mariner's a guy that we really like up and coming in our, in our, in our lineup and you know we still have a bit a bit of work to do offensively uh, either before free agency or during free agency but it's not him starting from scratch with ex everyone except Ackland and I think you'll see some results on the field that it's just he knows where guys will be time and space how they run routes because uh, everyone as much as there's rules everyone has their own nuances or pace to things and excited he's a student of the game and, and he'll know how everyone operates. Jalen Acklin had I believe one NFL workout if not more do you anticipate him coming back or do you think he'll sign south of the border? No I think Jalen will be back he had the one workout and uh, I think Jalen's at the point where uh, uh, you know, he's very happy in the situation. Uh, we, we love having him in Ottawa. I don't anticipate, never say never. You know, we understand that Jalen and many other players, you know, didn't grow up playing, wanting to play for the Red Blacks. They grew up following an NFL team and will always help those guys and uh, respect their decisions. But I fully anticipate Jalen to be back and, and be impactful in our roster again. And then at the running back position, I believe William Powell's a pending free agent. Have you had negotiations with him, or what do you see? Uh, I, I think William's at a stage where he's probably thinking about things. Uh, uh, Bob and myself had exit meetings with everyone, and William expressed that he, he was looking at several off-field uh, things in, in football, that things change. Uh, sometimes it's the newness of the season just ending, uh, you know. But we got Williams under contract, who we thought did a good job for us last year. We got Jackson Bennett resigned, and you know we'll find some other guys uh, to come in and compete and uh, go from there. Yeah, on defense, the big one I'm sure everybody's bugging you about. Renzo Malden, you brought him over from the Tiger Cats, had an outstanding year, wins the league award for the most outstanding defensive player. Just seemed like he was so consistent, getting after the quarterback, but pressuring, disrupting in the run game, all kinds of things that you'd know much better than I would. Where do things stand with him in terms of contract negotiation? Actively talking. Uh, I think sometimes certain contracts take a little longer to come together. Uh, uh, the reality is Lorenzo was on a really good deal for us last year. Um, really team-friendly deal, and, and he deserves to be paid, and we're trying to find th that avenue of what fits for the team and him. And, you know, I always tell players, ultimately I like to be able to play, pay every player whatever they want, but we work within a system with a salary cap, and we have to put a team together at the same time. So uh, it's the give and take. It's the communication. It's him understanding what we're trying to do and me understanding that he's trying to, uh, you know, help his family.
don't take anything personally, work through it together. There's a lot of trust built up with four years working together. Um, so we're working actively through it, no promises. Uh, free agency happens for the players for a reason. They have the opportunity to pursue things and see what their value is out in the open market and we have to respect and understand that. Uh, but we're actively trying to get them done before free agency. Do you feel like he's grateful in the sense that you brought him over to Ottawa and really gave him the first full-time role that he's had? Uh, I think Lorenzo's a great person. I don't think he should be grateful for, for anything. He's created his own opportunities. Uh, I don't I don't think I found Lorenzo Malden. He was a great football player long before he was an NFL draft pick. Uh, sometimes it's just time and place, and he got the opportunity to shine, and he ran with it. Like you're saying, it wasn't just about the sacks. It was what he brought in each game with effort level, um, physicality, run defense, pass, everything. Uh, just certainly took on a leadership role within our team. So he should be congratulated. Um, you know, we're excited to try to make him continue to be a red black and actively trying to make that happen. And what about similar situation for Antoine Pruno? He's been with the Red Blacks for so long. A guy that I feel like is synonymous with that organization since they started he was the first draft pick with the team. Do you think he's at the point where he's considering retirement or does he want to come back and might he be back? Uh, Antoine and myself, uh, since day one, uh, we've had a very open and great relationship where, you know, he lives in the community. He's able to come into the office and we said, let us get through the coaching hiring. Let us get through all the staff so I can give him this honest answer of where he's at to help our football team. And, you know, he transitioned in a different role last year. Um, and I always want a player to understand their role before making a decision. So we're going to have a conversation next week, uh, you know, be open about it and, and see where it goes. One of the guys that you have re-signed is Devontae Deadman. We haven't mentioned him yet. Obviously a great returner. Has there been any talks already to maybe get him a package on the offense? Yeah, I think ultimately you want to get the football in playmakers' hands. And uh, what that extent is, it, it all depends, right? It's you want to have the same effectiveness as a special team player. It's a heavy workload. Some guys have done it. You know, Chad uh, Owens had his his great year doing it, and, and Deontay Spencer in Ottawa had a great year doing it. But it's not necessarily uh, the plan for everyone. But I do think there's certain segments of the game that you can get Devontae in. He can definitely be a receiver. He can be a running back. Uh, I know Kahari's excited to work with him. Bob's excited to work with him, and we'll see what it brings. What do you think it means to the Red Blacks to have Kahari Jones as your offensive coordinator? Like, he's a guy that could be a great head coach in this league. So do you feel fortunate to have him as an OC? Yeah, it was really, you know, we interviewed Kahari in the head coaching process, and uh, I've known Kahari, uh, it was almost sad to say, <laughs> close to 13 years from my time in Hamilton with them, made both of us feel old. Um, <laughs> but uh, just a great person, but more importantly, the credibility he brings right away from the career he had and how he's been successful as a coach, both as a position coach first, then as a coordinator, and then obviously as a, a head coach. And, uh, you know, Kahari has this demeanor of, you know, the the low-key uh, California vibe, but he's as competitive as they come. And when you can have great people attached to your organization, it's, it's it always benefits you. So really excited to get him and his family in the building and work with us. What's it been like for you, Sean, getting used to living in the nation's capital? You have a young family. You've obviously moved to the city. How's that all been for you? Uh, great. You know, Ottawa is a beautiful city. I, I think sometimes 
everyone says they love coming there, so it's a, maybe a bit of a detriment at times that <laughs> the, the road teams like coming too much. But honestly, beautiful city. Um, some of the things that were important to me when taking the job, you know, I had a very, very good situation in Hamilton. Uh, really enjoyed working there, and it had to be the right situation for me to, to leave. And it was about having the stability in the ownership group, uh, and our group's excellent that way. Having people that I, I really would enjoy working for and reporting to, which I have with Mark and Adrian, and then just having the ability to have the resources to do things. I was used to that uh, a previous stop in Hamilton, and, and all they always ask is what they can do to help. And, uh, you know, our job now is to put W's on the field. Uh, I'm more excited today than I was probably a year ago. A year ago, I was an outsider that didn't really know too many people in Ottawa, didn't know what the organization was about, didn't know the business side staff members, all the ones that pour their heart and soul into the organization. And now I know all that. So, uh, you know, it, it's it's going to be fruitful when it comes. Uh, you know, last year was definitely a display of uh, patience at times, but never at any point did uh, I lose any excitement. Um, I always felt our team was competing week in and week out, no matter what was going on. And I felt we had the next man up mentality that played as a fast physical football team that gave each team each week uh, the challenge that they deserved to be challenged by us. How do you create that excitement around the team to sort of reinvigorate the fans at your home stadium just because of the poor record that's been yeah. there and the advantage that it can be? Yeah, well, first it, it comes down to that is we have to play better at home. And, you know, it was talked about in the head coaching interviews uh, that, that we have to be a better home team. The reality is we went four and five on the road, and most four and five football teams on the road usually get into the playoffs because their home record's much better, and, and we weren't that. So we got to do that. We got to play fast, exciting football in our stadium. It's got to be something that our, our fans enjoy. They're, they're our biggest stakeholders. Uh, we have to entertain them. Obviously, uh, they've gone through a few few year stretch, and, and all I keep saying is it's about being the 2023 Red Blacks, not anything that's happened in the past. Well, we'll look forward to that fast, exciting football at home and see the rise of the Red Blacks. And hopefully, I think everyone around the league wants to see a healthy Jeremiah Masoli on the field. It sounds like he's on track to do so. So thanks for sharing some perspective, Sean. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. 2023 CFL Winter Meetings one-on-one -on -one with Ottawa Red Blacks head coach Bob Dice. No interim tag. How does that sound? Ah, sounds good. Obviously, uh, very humbled. Uh, Sean went in my direction and, uh, you know, very excited for the upcoming season. You know, I'd obviously got a uh, solid base with the players who were there and uh, looking forward to uh, leading them and getting them back to where the Red Blacks were when I got there in 2016. What does it mean to you that a number of those players showed up your introductory press conference? Well, it, it meant uh, meant a lot because, uh, like I said, uh, and I said it then, uh, wouldn't get the opportunity that I have uh, if it wasn't for their efforts on the field, um, you know, whether it be on special teams um, or in the course of those last four games. Um, without them, we all know that they're the most important part of our game. And uh, so for them to show up and uh, show their support for uh, me being uh, chosen the head coach uh, really meant a lot to me. Your general manager, Sean Burke, said that Jeremiah Masoli is well on track to be ready before the season and cleared and can get back to being a quarterback instead of being a guy rehabbing from a major injury. Yeah. How exciting is that for you? And when you were going through the interviews, 
was Masoli the guy that you envisioned being your quarterback when you were the head coach? Well, I think we all know how important uh, the quarterback position this is a quarterback driven league. And uh, so knowing that Jeremiah is ahead of schedule and going to be ready uh, for the season, I, I was ecstatic because yes, as, uh, as I work through and, you know, talk through things in my interviews, Jeremiah was the guy that I see uh, uh, that I saw as a quarterback of the Ottawa Red Blacks because, uh, you know, even when you look at some of the challenges we faced last year, I think part of it as well was the fact that Jeremiah wasn't able to be around with his injury. He, he's such a, big part of the leadership group of that team and I think you know maybe a few players lost confidence when he wasn't there and around it and uh, so knowing he's back for the season uh, it's like I said early uh, when I got this job this isn't a reclamation project um, this team has Sean's done a phenomenal job in upgrading the talent here um, if you look at how we played the defending great cup champs first two games of the season last year and Jeremiah, the way Jeremiah played it's a dynamic offense defense plays well special teams um, you know they, they played uh, reasonably well last year. And uh, so, you know, you put those all together and um, we're ready to compete at a high level this year. And how can Jeremiah Masoli and Kahari Jones, the offensive coordinator that you brought in, mesh quickly to hit the ground running as Masoli did early on last year? Well, I think, you know, the, the biggest thing is, is communication. One of the reasons I hired Kahari was uh, his communication skills and Jeremiah is a sponge. It doesn't make a difference um, what offenses is. And, and, you know, with his body of work and his experience in the league, we all know their concepts are very somewhat similar across the board. Now it's nuances and, and terminology that you, they have to work together. And, and when you put those two personalities together, um, good things are going to happen. And uh, so I don't think it's a matter of time an issue of time for us to get get going quickly. I think uh, right now, that's why, you know, I was talking to coaches the other day, we have to have our best off season ever in the history of Ottawa Red Blocks right now. And part of that is uh, the communication with the players and getting everybody on the same page so that when we step uh, on the field, we're hitting the field running. And um, we're very excited for that. Perhaps your biggest star on defense, Lorenzo Malden, is pending free agent. Of course, won the league award for most outstanding defensive player. Have you been on the phone with him, trying to get him to resign? Oh, without a doubt. You know, when you have a player like Lorenzo, and we have a, a good relationship. You know, obviously, you know, players only get in these up situations very often, so they want to make sure they manage it to the best of their ability. But he knows how much we want him back here in Ottawa and I think he really enjoys it here in Ottawa you know um, retained coach fair um, who did a great job with our defensive line uh, last year uh, and uh, it was really important for Lorenzo to be as comfortable as possible and uh, he knows how much uh, how well he did last year and uh, coach fair was a part of that so really looking forward to hoping he makes a decision here soon and does it mean Anything to you to be able to put a staff together with you as a minority head coach and two minority coordinators, or would you rather just have that not be a topic anymore? Well, I, I don't. I don't have to say it's uh, that I don't want it to be a topic. I mean, I think the first, first and foremost, I wanted great coaches, right? And uh, you know, Saskatchewan wanted was was looking at uh, hiring Kahari. Uh, it interviewed Kahari, and it just shows the, the value that he had. The phenomenal job he did in Montreal. Baron same way and so most importantly to me uh, with those two guys was my history of working with them and knowing the type of men they are and the great coaches that they are um, obviously uh, the three of us are, are black and I don't think there's anything wrong with talking about that I think uh, representation is is good and I don't think you have to shy away from it but it's certainly not the reason why those guys
guys were hired. Uh, um, I think the vo diversity is, is important um, as well. Uh, but at the same time, those guys are hired because they were uh, great, great coaches. What needs to be fixed for the Red Blacks to start consistently winning football games at home? Well, you know, it, it's funny. I think the, the biggest thing, uh, I don't look at it per se as the thing at home because um, we have to start make sure we're doing things just to win correctly. We're doing things right to win. And the wins at home are going to come. You know what I mean? Um, if you put too much focus on, oh, we got to win at home, all you're doing is adding extra extra stuff. We're worried about building foundationally and making sure our processes are right so that we're going to win on a consistent basis and the wins are going to happen on the road the wins are going to happen at home i'm fully confident of it um and the players are going to be fully confident of it uh, by the time we finish training camp so I'm, I'm excited it can be a place that's a major advantage for you guys to play so i think that's why a lot of red blacks fans are wondering well what's going on we're doing our part so that's why I ask you about yeah. fixing it at home, but mm -hmm. what can the team do to reward those fans that have come out and been faithful regardless of the record? Oh, well, you know what? I mean, obviously we we uh, love our fans and our fans have done a phenomenal job in, su in supporting the team. And and so at the end of the day though, I'm, I'm not gonna sit here and say, we're gonna do this to win at home because that's that's not what we're doing. We're doing things correctly to win. So we will be a championship type team and we know if we keep doing things correctly with the talent base that, that we have uh, the great coaches that we have the ownership group that we have and the support staff we have um, th those wins are going to come at home and they're going to come early and they're going to come often. A lot of people in our nation will be watching with lots of intrigue. Thanks for sharing some time with us in the mountains. All right thank you Appreciate very much.